Everybody and welcome to a special five-minute, roughly, episode of Palace of Glittering Delights. Today I have a special guest. Yes. Hey! I'm, I'm a special guest. You're now. a special guest on this show. Oh, yeah. You've never been on this show. Um, we've been kind of spoiled recently with uh, a plethora, a plethora, I do not think you know what that word means, uh, of television adaptations or shows, maybe not adaptations. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s not an adaptation, is it? No. Uh, based upon comics. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s launched its second season with a really good opening episode. The Flash is brilliant. Okay. Gotham, well, no. <laughs> it's alright. But the one that was closest to our hearts yeah. was, of course, the new adaptation of Constantine. Mm-hmm. Teen. Yes. Yeah. I've always said Teen. Have you? Yeah. Uh, see, I said Tyne because it's T-I-N-E. I guess. Fog on the time. Although that's T-Y, any. Yeah. But what do I know? Matt Ryan plays John Constantine as, well, Irish, really, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't really play him as Scouse. He plays him as Irish, which is fair enough. I can live with an Irish John Constantine. Could than, you? Yeah, it's better than an American one. It's better than a Keanu Reeves. It, it, yeah. Yes. The, the, the pilot episode recently heard, um, I have a friend... Hello, friend. I won't mention him by name because he doesn't want it mentioning by name. And we have just, this very minute, finished watching a glorious 1080p HD copy of the first episode. Yeah. It was okay, wasn't mm. it? It wasn't in any way bad. No. I quite enjoyed it. There was an awful lot of the comics in it. The proper John Constantine Even comics. throwaway things like... Um Richie Simpson, mm. who was just a throwaway character that had a lot of backstory, if you knew he was there. Mm, played by Dickie Bennett from yeah. Justified. So, what, did you have any problems with it? Kind of, but... Were the minor pilot episode problems? No, it was the, the tone and the themes of the show. What itself. about them? I liked Constantine himself. Yeah. He Matt was, Ryan was brilliant. Yeah. Let's get that out of the way right away. Matt Ryan was really good. But he was a mix of Vertigo and New 52, with more New 52 in it. You think? Yeah, yeah. Why? He was he was more of a, a, a New 52 kind of uh, how he is now. He's, instead of um, exercising demons with a piss off and Ponzi Smith lyrics, which Garth Ennis was fond of, <laughs> um, he was all into his uh, cult exorcisms like he's portrayed now. It did feel. I mean, my my knowledge of the New Fifty Two Constantine is basically what we cover for the show. Yeah, and if memory serves, didn't we refer to him as the Diet Coke version of John yeah. Constantine? We didn't like it, or I didn't like it. You've read Justice League Dark. Mm. Which you quite enjoyed. Yeah. Because it was still Peter Milligan, wasn't it? So Even was still, the Jeff Lemire. Well, there was still that, that through line, because yeah. Milligan was writing Hellblazer when it finished. Mm. So there was a through line there for the character. Now, I felt that it was quite Hellblazer-y. I felt that the John Constantine that was in the TV show was a, a tad more heroic 
yeah. than the John Constantine of the Hellblazer comics. Which is how he's portrayed in Constantine like right. the comics. I got a very Doctor Strange vibe yeah. from how he goes about casting his spells. And an awful lot of people have conferred it to supernatural. Which is my problem yeah. with it. It's, ben Rush isn't going to like that. Sorry, Ben. But it, I think it's a valid criticism. Oh, supernatural yeah. has got the first. No, it didn't, though. No, no, no. On TV. Yeah, but that's its problem. Because Supernatural, or at least the later Angels Castiel. seasons, yeah, is heavily influenced by, by Hellblazer. Hellblazer. But so the problem with that is the, the TV yeah. audience have not read Hellblazer. And so they've watched Supernatural. This show feels like John Constantine stuck in a parody of Supernatural. Mm. Even with the, the subplot of a war between heaven and hell that they've set that up they've in the just pilot. Done Supernatural. It's a parody of Supernatural. See, and ultimately they're gonna have to do something yeah. To break away from being seen as of just a rip-off of Supernatural. And it's easily avoided. They didn't need that subplot. Did they need an overall story arc? No. Because they've got the Newcastle stuff. So the Newcastle stuff's in there. Despite being slightly changed. Well, there's one line of dialogue that Michael took exception to. Yeah. Where Dickie Bennett... Yeah. What's his name in Hellblazer? Constantine. Uh, Richie Simpson. Richie Simpson says... That uh, Astra was the daughter of a friend of theirs in Newcastle. Which is not true. No. Because in the Newcastle storyline... Yeah. It's they were... There was no friendship involved. They were... She was in, the daughter... Constantine of, took them to investigate a nightclub, didn't he, and that was haunted. Astra was the daughter of the nightclub owner, who was the only survivor of the demon attack down there. Right. So they weren't friends at all. No. Basically. Right, okay, so there's a little minor alteration that they've done there. Yeah, yeah. And although it is true to the comics, the the backstory on John's birth and his relationship with his dad, yeah. I, I was, this is very American. Because it has been said, most American fiction yeah. can be tracked as being uh, an analysis of the relationship between the central character and their father. Yeah. And the more... It was one of those things I read years ago. I don't remember where I read it, so I can't give credit to where I read it. So I, I apologise, but it stuck with me. Because my first thought, oh, that's a bit bollocks, that. Mm. But then you realise, when you watch more and more American television, and yeah. read more American fiction, it's actually true. Mm. Now, it's very hard for us to think, say, in Blake 7, Avon having daddy issues. Yeah. His dad was never mentioned. But Spock had daddy issues. Yeah. And they were all over Lost... And they're all over supernatural. Yeah. And how many other things can you think of at the top of your head where the relationship between the central character and their father yeah. is imperative to the story? Star Wars. Mm -hmm. So having that line, the way he said it in this, and this, this isn't Matt Ryan's fault. He delivered that rather clunky piece of exposition yeah. as best as he possibly could. But that's what it was, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It was clunky exposition, I've got daddy issues. And it wasn't even a big thing in the comics as well. No, but that's what I'm saying. The comics was written by British writers. Yeah. If they're going to have that with, with his dad, are they, they going to have him strangling his twin in the womb? Well, yeah. And there's also the thing that you mentioned while we were watching it that may come to pass later. The idea that John's dad caused her yeah. to die in childbirth more than John did. Yeah. 
So whether they're going to get to that in the series, we don't know. Yeah. Or whether John even knew. Or whether this version of John even knows, yeah. Yeah. But you've got the look that Supernatural stole for Castiel. Yeah. And so no, you're now looking at the original, but it's looking like a rip-off yeah. of the thing that came after the original, but he's now more famous. Yeah. So you've got a bit of a problem with that. Story-wise, it was rather routine, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can't really judge the show on the pilot. The pilot story was pretty routine. John finds this girl in Atlanta, Georgia... Why it's set in Atlanta, Georgia, I have no idea. Did, he, did he, he ever go to Atlanta in the comics? I don't know, but he lives in America now. He went into New York. Yeah. And apparently there's a Pinewood Studios in Atlanta. Okay. So it's logical <laughs> to assume that the producers have gone, ah, we have facilities that need yeah. using in Atlanta. So, all right, fair enough. John can work pretty much everywhere, mm. so long as he's John. Which he like. looks better in England, though. He does, and I think... It's not a bias towards our home country, it's... No, it's, that's the who the character is. Yeah. It's like when the Doctor Who movie with Paul McGann was set and filmed yeah. by Americans, it didn't feel right. No. McGann was great, yeah. but the tone of the show and the look of the show was wrong. And he's been to America before. In one issue, he goes to Africa, London, and New York. Yeah, and, he, and a lot of the Ennis stuff's in New York. The, the Ennis stuff? Some of it is. Most of it's in Ireland. I thought after he had his blue haha with Kit, he went to New York for a uh, bit. No, that's only the Papa Midnight stuff. Is it? Yeah. Right. Okay, but so there's no problem with him going to different places. But he is England. Yeah, I can't help but think, even though Neil Marshall directed it, who's a British director, Yeah, I can't help but think it looked a little bit too glossy Yeah, for what I think Constantine, Hellblazer should look like yeah that being said it was nowhere near as bad as I was anticipating it being no and of the the new batch I thought it, it was pretty damn good mm-hmm. I thought it was very enjoyable a yeah. couple of clunky lines here and there the fact that the the central girl that he met what was her name that live that live yeah that she's a dad at a bat cave yeah, yeah in the middle of nowhere with Dr. Fate's helmet in it. I reckon he is Dr. Fate. You reckon? Oh, yeah. And you're watching it going, this is only here so they have a standing set. Yeah. This is the only reason this exists. So is the entire series going to take place in Atlanta? Don't know. John does have a Batcave in the new Constantine comics. See? So, alright, maybe it's... I mean, there was an interview New York Comic Con that I just read after we finished watching it that said they've adapted a number of Jamie Delano's stories and yeah. one Garth Ennis in the first 13... And if they run long enough, they want to do Dangerous Habits properly. Yeah. So, alright. That requires a lot of smoking and backstory. Yeah, he didn't smoke once in the pilot. No. He drank. It's one of those things where it's not a big deal for him to smoke, but to take that away from him is a big deal. Yeah, it's kind of like it's an important part of his character. Yeah. That he is a smoker and a drinker and a bit of a womanizer. Yeah. And a bit of a bastard. Because he's not supposed to be a hero no. or a likeable character at all. And in this, he is very definitely more heroic yeah. than he is in the comics. But it wasn't. It didn't soak. No. And I'm certainly willing to give it more episodes. Mm. I've not lost interest in it as rapidly as I've with some other stuff <laughs> that may have started recently. Yeah. But it was, it was, you know, we give it a tentative thumbs up. Yeah. Didn't we? Because I know you were very... Oh, Jesus, this is going to be awful. Because it was supernatural, and it looks like supernatural, and it's got supernatural plot lines in it, but mm. he 
was better than the show. He was, yes. He was... The character was recognisably the character I grew up reading and that you've subsequently grown up reading my old comic. Despite him being the watered-down version he is now. Uh, see, I accept that for television, especially he's, he's network television, yeah. so he's not even on cable, so he's going to be slightly more heroic yeah. than he should be. As long as we get an episode at some point where he sacrifices an innocent for the greater good, yeah, yeah. I will be right, okay, that's John Constantine. Yeah. He's not always going to be a hero. Hmm. Now, the ending of the episode was changed, and you could tell, couldn't you? Yeah. The live girl was originally supposed to be a semi-regular or a regular character, and hmm. she got wrote out. Yeah. And there's an exchange at the end of the episode that just reeks of, oh, she's not coming back, she's disappeared. Yeah. And you're like, she's gone to live off in... <laughs> Thing you Melbourne, like when your neighbours, when somebody used to go away, yeah. they always used to go to Melbourne because it's the other <laughs> side of the country and you'd never see them again. And you just got that vibe off it, yeah. didn't you? That, right, yeah, she's gone. And we couldn't be bothered getting the actress back to film this little goodbye scene, so uh, we're never going to see her again. Mm. And when it pulled back, we saw another woman sketching things. I like the ending where he's yeah. walking down the alleyway and it becomes a Tim Bradstreet sketch. Yeah. And then it pulls back from the sketch. There's more Tim Bradstreet sketches. Ostensibly drawn by the girl in the thing. Now, I presume she's going to become a regular. Yeah. Even though I don't know who she is. The artwork bits were cool because they weren't Bradstreet, but they were definitely Bradstreet images. Are you sure they were Tim Bradstreet pictures? Well, you could look at them and say, well, that's um, a recreation of that Bradstreet cover and that and that, but they weren't Mm. Bradstreet images. Yeah. Were they not? So they weren't actually drawn by him? Maybe they were, but... There was one in particular one that was a Bradstreet cover, mm. but didn't. So he was in the same pose. Have you considered maybe he's redrawn them to look like Matt Ryan? It could be. Rather than look specifically like John Constantine. Yeah. Because he's pretty close, I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah. His hair looks a little bit bleached. Yeah. But I can live with that, because at least they've attempted to make him blonde. Yeah. And the look's down, the trench coat's there, the, the tie's there. Coat's too clean. Well, maybe it'll get dirtier <laughs> as we go along. Yeah. Because it's the first episode and he's just come out of um, the mental asylum where yeah. he had him checked in. The opening, the opening made me laugh quite a bit. It opens, it. it opens up at a mental asylum. And it's Northern England. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you're like, whoa, in Northern <laughs> England. Is that all you need for the American audience? Yeah, yeah, Northern yeah. England. Why, why do you even need Northern? Just say it's in England. Yeah, they wouldn't know. Or indeed, Kerr. And then, yeah, the bit where he exercises the demon from the girl in the mental institute and when he walks out, the room's trashed. Yeah, yeah. And he walks out and just said, she did it. Yeah. It was funny. And his old bollocks line was funny. Yeah. I think we're coming down on him being better than the show. Yeah, yeah. And even Charles was all right. Despite being American. Yeah. Because, like, the first time he spoke, I said to you, is Charles an American? Yeah. But it was fine because he was all right. Yeah, he was good. And he I just wish he'd done a British accent. Well. Yeah, and drove a British taxi. Well, I can live with that, because where is he going to get a British taxi in Atlanta? I guess, yeah. That's not going to happen. So I could accept that. Yeah. My problem is going to be, what were all these Americans doing in Newcastle? Yeah. That's going to be a problem, isn't it? Because they've established Chaz was in Newcastle with them, now American. They've established that Dickie Bennett... Now American. Now American. Yeah. What were they all doing in the land of Geordies (laughs) and Newcastle Brown Ale? And you get the feeling they're just not even going to explain that. Yeah. They're just going to say, oh, they were all there because John told them to be. <laughs> I did like yeah. the conversation at the end about who was better, the Ramones or the Sex Pistols. 
Yeah. Although it didn't really get into it as well as I would have liked. Oh, and John would be down with the pistols. John would be down with the pistols. He'd Since probably like the remote. Mucus membrane were a pistols band. Yeah. And uh, Dickie Bennett. <laughs> his office had a Sex Pistols poster in there, didn't it? I had a yeah. picture of Johnny Rotten anyway, John Lydon. Yeah. As he is now. Not as he was in the 70s. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Um, so, well, so, yeah, we kind of thought it was alright, didn't we? Yeah. We liked it, tentatively. Maybe good to do one of these every time they do an episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just to put out a palace every time they release one. Especially if they're going to adapt some of the comics. That may be yeah. fun. Maybe they're going to be bad. Maybe it's going to suck. Yeah. You never know. Maybe they can do a Heartland movie spin-off in a few years. Don't with like. Kit. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be alright, actually. I could live with that. See, the, the potential there is to run and run. Yeah. I think that they've got to get over that hurdle of being accused of being a supernatural rip-off. Yeah. Because we know they're not. Yeah. And they know they're not. But they've, they've got two insurmountable hurdles, though. Being accused of ripping off Castiel and the Keanu Reeves movie. Well, and the supernatural, the show itself. Mm, which has ripped off an awful lot of themes from Hellblazer. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so we tentatively gave it thumbs up. We did. Because we quite liked it, didn't we? And no creator credits in it as well. No, nobody got a creator credit. Nope. John Constantine created by the original writer. And was it John <laughs> Totliban? Or Steve Bissett? I'm not sure. I can't remember off the top of my head. Or would it be Delano? No, Jamie Delano oh. didn't create him in Swamp. Alan Moore was writing Swamp Thing when John Constantine first appeared. Yeah, but and Delano I think the created Hellblazer. Yeah, but it's not called Hellblazer. And if it's based on the new 52 stuff, would Milligan get a credit? Well, te- why don't they just do a special thanks like they do in Marvel? Special yeah. thanks, the original writer. <laughs> John Totleyban, Steve Bissett, Jamie Delano, yeah. Peter Milligan. You know what they need to do? They need to get Pete Milligan into write a script. Yeah. Or Garth Ennis. Or Warren Ellis. Or Jeff Lemire. Or Jeff Lemire. Get some of these people into write work on the script. Like Jeff Jones is doing with Flash. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be quite interesting. Anyway, well, we're looking forward to the next one then. That that was, uh, it was pleasantly surprising in how much we enjoyed it, even despite us having a few moments of, oh dear. Yeah. But other than that, tentative thumbs up, like we keep saying. Mm -hmm. Solid eight. Yeah, yeah. Solid eight out of ten. Needs a kick-ass theme tune, though. It needs a theme tune. But I think that about everything, don't I? I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. needs a kick ass theme tune. It needs a mucus membrane theme tune. It does need a mucus membrane theme tune. Alright, okay. Alright, well, we hope you enjoyed that. It was quick, it was down, it was dirty, there was no editing. Thank you very much. Bye bye!